You're listening to the Versus Node podcast, presented by GamerNode.com. Welcome to episode 11 of the Versus Node podcast at GamerNode.com. I'm your host, Eddie Inzotto, and today we're turning the Versus Node podcast into a game show, and I'll get to that a little bit later. Our, our players today are Creighton D. Simone, director and editor of Bleep Bloop Video Game Talk Show. How are you doing, Creighton? Hey, how are you guys? We have Dan Crabtree, columnist here at GamerNode. How are you doing, Dan? Doing well. How about y'all? Awesome. And of course, Jason Finelli. All loud one. Yeah. How's it going, everybody? Excellent. And Jeffrey Matleff, freelance writer and contributor to G4 and TheGameReviews.com, rounding out the bunch. How you doing, Jeff? Uh, I'm doing well. Are you? <laughs> I have to verify for the fourth time how Eddie is doing. <clears throat> It makes sense that everyone would ask how I'm doing, because we just spent about 20 minutes getting set up here with <laughs> a variety of audio and participant problems, so I'm like a little on edge, and I'm thinking everyone's hating me. So now at this point, we're going to just get right to it. So it is 2010. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. <laughs> and that means that it's a new decade and that we've seen about 3,000 best games of the first decade of the new millennium all over the internet from every website imaginable. So I figured, why not do it also? But let's do it a little differently. Let's make it a little bit more fun, hopefully. And be a little sort of silly with it. So, this is the Versus Node game show. It's the game of the games of the decade. And what we'll be doing is everyone here has a list of 60 games. Uh, we'll call them contenders that we'll be working with. What we're going to do is we're going to take turns eliminating contenders from the list until we've narrowed it down to around... 10 finalists, and then we can discuss that uh, a little bit more detailed than just saying, okay, this game's no good. Throughout the course of the game, however, each player can make up to two objections to other players' selections, players being the uh, guests on the podcast. And that's just so that we don't eliminate games based on one person's maybe abnormal opinion. And that will save those particular games, and it will cause the person who suggested the game to lose their next turn in eliminating their next choice. And it will make it so that that person can't choose that same game again, but everyone else can. <laughs> so these guys have had the rules. 
I tried to make it as simple as possible, and I think we'll uh, we'll figure it out. I'll have Jason start. Jason, take a look at the list and eliminate your first game. Hmm. All right. I had thought about this, but now I don't know. Um, They're all great games. I know. Yeah. Except for Braid. Oh. <laughs> 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 nice. I think my first one's going to be, and, and please save me the objections for now, please. Um, Conquer's Bad Fur Day, because of the 61 on this list, I think that's the one, that's number 61. <laughs> yeah, I uh, mean, how are you going to steal mine like that? I clearly was going to go for Conquer's Bad Fur Day. <laughs> gone. <laughs> gone. And I think because Dan added that, we're going to go to Dan next. Oh, okay. Yeah, right when he uh, took mine. That's sweet. <laughs> um, I just want to keep you on your toes. No, yeah, that's good. Please do. Um, wow, Perfect Dark came out in this decade? 2000. 2000. All right, well, I'm not eliminating that one. Um, I'm going to say Silent Hill 2. Mm -hmm. Wow. I'm saying that because of uh, Resi 4. Boom. Gone. I like that. Okay, next we'll go to Creighton. Uh, I'm going to go with Gran Turismo 3. Because I think the Gran Turismo franchise has been stale since 2. Okay. And I don't think 3 did anything crazy that 2 didn't do. Okay, that's a respectable reason. And Jeff? I'm going to go with Peggle. <laughs> <laughs> yes! I didn't have to do it. <laughs> Peggle was my choice. Yeah, no, I, I just found it too luck-based and it didn't really gel with me very much. Okay. Um, then I am going to have to say I'm going to eliminate Battlefield 1942. Jason. Um, let's see here. I'm going to go with Mother 3 because it didn't come out in America. Okay. <laughs> that makes it a Instantly off of our list. <laughs> Get out. It was that was a really good game though. I'm surprised you survived the first round, you Japanese bastard. Oh. <laughs> Come on, I've, Earthbound. I've heard nothing but great things about that game, but well, so I've have yet I. to play it. For... I can't. I can't read Japanese. Yeah, well, they have a patch where you have to get a ROM, and it's it's too much work for me. Port it over here. Someone, yeah. I want, I want to Somebody. play your game. Then it'll it'll make a game of next decade when it reaches Western Shores. So that's right. <laughs> All right, we've given Dan enough time to think this time instead of putting him on the spot. Yeah. Um, I really like this game, but I feel like it doesn't match up with all the other ones. Uh, Wind Waker. Objection! Ooh. I object. Okay. The first objection now. This is where you have to tell us why, Creighton. Um, so Wind Waker came out in 2000 and I want to say... Three. Two? Three? See, I just watched the Zelda retrospective yesterday, so I should know this. Uh, it came out in 2003. Uh, this was after Grand Theft Auto 3 came out. So open world games weren't brand new, but the just the draw distances and the emotions that Nintendo was able to pack into this game, there are almost no loading screens, except when you go into like a dungeon. Uh, I think it does the open world thing better than any other game I've ever played. And it 
brought a new emotion to Zelda, which is something that it didn't really have, even though this was the follow-up to Majora's Mask and Ocarina. Yeah, I think it, it brought something to the Zelda franchise and to open-world games that they really needed. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm definitely down with that. For sure. All right, so Zelda has been saved, and Creighton is down to only one objection left, and Dan That's loses fine. his next turn. I'll oh, object next time people reject it. But now, Creighton, it's your turn to get rid of something. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, oh, man, I saw a good one before. I don't remember what it was. Oh, Mass Effect. Objection! Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I think Mass Effect's a good game, but I don't think it is should be anywhere in the rest of this company. Oh, man. All right, Jason, why not? Why shouldn't if, it be taken off? If not for the... The dialogue tree alone, this game had probably one of the best. Di- I've been playing Bioware for a while, but the the, the dialogue, the wheel, the different, the the, the customization, the fact that I, I don't know. There's uh, it's it's a losing battle. <laughs> it's just too good. But the game too was unplayable. Words. Like I couldn't play the game. The game didn't want me to play it. The UI was awful. I played it. <laughs> Understandable. Uh, I'll, I will. I will object. I will re- revoke Fine. my objection. Nope, no. Nope. Oh, you can't do that. Once you've okay. committed, <laughs> okay. you are in it for the long haul. That's fine with me. I'll t- that's fine. If it, yeah, it's good. If it lasts another round, then whatever. It's all about giving reasons why you think it should be on versus the person's reasons for taking it off. So then, in future rounds, everyone else can consider that. Okay. So now we go to Jeff. So I'm going to go with uh, um, Kingdom Hearts. It was a decent game. Nothing wrong with it, but it it didn't strike me as anywhere near even Game of the Year. Just a you know, pretty good action RPG with cool characters, but not particularly memorable. All right. So Kingdom Hearts is gone, and we are back to me. Um going to be a short round. Two of us can't uh, Yeah, I know. Can't pick. You know, I put this game on there and I'm going to take it off. Ninja Gaiden. The 3D one. I believe you and I are linked in the head because that's the last two picks of yours that were my next picks. Oh, awesome. Um, well, now it's your turn. Right, so you're really thinking on your toes. Since you took that one off, I'm going to take off um I'm going to take off Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2 only because we're talking about the decade here. And Tony Hawk, which is really good in Pro Skater 2, now is terrible. So if we have to consider the decade as a whole, there's no friggin' way there's going to be a Tony Hawk game on on this top ten list. Because even though it did good things, it didn't evolve into good things in the long haul. Okay, that's... Let's see. Now, who do we have next? Dan lost the turn. Creighton lost the turn. Jeff yeah. Matleff. Um, I'm gonna go with Pokemon. Admittedly, I haven't played it, but it, you know, strikes as being a, a fairly generic clone, and I know they sold well, but just doesn't sound particularly interesting with everything else on this list. I think if any of us were four years younger, we would be defending this right now. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but since we're not... I don't know, I'm 26. I was still 22 back then, so I would have felt the same way. I don't know. Like, it was a good game, but I I would definitely agree with what Jeff was saying. I'm not sure it belongs on the list. Yeah, I think there are far better of that type of game 
to be played than Pokemon. But I guess it also has to do with influence, and the Pokemon franchise is important. Although that's a newer one, so that argument's out the window. Um, so we're back to me already? Yep. Oh, boy. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to get rid of Soul Calibur 2. Okay. Because even though it generated a lot of love and it advanced that franchise and people love all the weapons-based fighting games, I just don't even think that it was one of the better fighting games of ever. <laughs> so, goodbye. That was a great game to test systems on when I worked at GameStop because it's almost no loading times. Yep. So I used to just keep a copy of Soul Calibur for the GameCube, the Xbox, and the PS2 in the drawer, and that was what I would do to test. Really easy to use all the buttons, no load times, perfect game. <laughs> that said, it doesn't <laughs> <laughs> Soul Calibur 2, only good for testing systems. <laughs> Next. <laughs> all right, so over to Jason. Um, I'm going to go with this game because as much as I liked it, it's a little too niche to be considered in the grand scheme of things. I'm going with Killer 7. Oh, I love Killer 7. But I'm not going to object because you're really right. That's just a personal favoritism I have towards strange and unusual things. Kind of in the same boat. I like that game a lot, but it's not a game of the decade. Yeah, I do too, but... But it made what? We've gone through four rounds, so top 50? Yeah. I'm okay with that. Yeah, pretty far. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For a game no one's played. <laughs> I mean, I guess we've all played it, but... How about uh, you, Dan? Did you did you like Killer7, Dan? I actually never played it, so I don't know. Mm. I, I'm sure I would if it was on this list. It's a pretty solid list. Your penalty for, for not playing it is making a choice now. Go. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was gonna go with and I actually did play this game, uh, Brain Age. Okay. Oh, interesting. I mean, it's an interesting idea, but there's just so much more on this list. All right, Brain Age gone. Creighton. Uh, I put this on the list, uh, and I'm happy that it hasn't gotten removed yet. But I'm gonna take it off. Uh, Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney. I think it's a fantastic game. Um, I actually think the second one was better than the first one and kind of set the precedent for what the franchise is. But, I mean, I look at, it's like very close to Psychonauts, Ratchet and Clank, and Resident Evil 4, and Shadow of the Colossus, and it's not nearly as good as any of those games. The temptation to yell, OBJECTION, is overwhelming, but I'm not going to do it. Okay. Well, that would have been number 48 on our list. All right, I'm okay with that. You crack the top. Yeah, I'm okay with that. I put it on the list too, Creighton. Well, just you. Great. All right, so now we're back to Jeff. All right, I'm going to go with Ratchet and Clank because I'm a big fan of platformers, one of my favorite genres, but I didn't feel it was as good as either Sly, Jack, or my personal favorite, Mario Galaxy, which is on here. And I feel like by the end of this list, you're probably only going to have, if you're going to get a 3D platformer from the last decade, it's going to be Mario Galaxy. So I'm sorry, Ratchet. You were a decent game. You spawned six sequels, but you're not memorable enough for the decade. 47. So goodbye. Um, I'm going to do Left 4 Dead. 
just because no words. <laughs> no, no words. I, I, it's funny. Like each time someone eliminates a game, I'm waiting for someone to just explode on the other end. Like, <laughs> what are you talking about? Yeah. Or the people are just like, eh, I don't care about that. Well, I agree with that choice only because if you look up in the C's, yep, the one that one you just eliminate would would not be there if it wasn't for the one in the C's. So yeah. You're talking about Crimson Skies. <laughs> well, that would be Counter-Strike that I am talking about. Oh, sorry. Counter-Strike is actually an interesting choice because the mod was first created in 1999, but the game was released as a an actual retail release in 2000. So I figured that was okay. And if not, there's always Counter-Strike Source. But I think the original CS is more important than CS Source. And that's why that's on there. And now that I've forgotten whose turn it is... Mine. Oh, go ahead. Um, ooh, it's starting to get hard. Um, hmm. I want to go with Prince of Persia Sands of Time. Only because I like, I like that game. I liked it a lot. But it's just... There's so many games on here that just smash its face in. Hmm... Yeah, I kind of love that game a lot, too, but it, there's so many great action-adventure games on here, and we're only going to have a few by the time the list is over, so, right. yeah, it's very close for me, but, yeah. I See, I want to object to that, because it introduced the time reversal mechanic that has permeated a lot of other games. It sort of set the precedent for the climby action-adventure game. And, I don't know, I feel like it, it was really the basis for a lot. And it's going to be a movie. And it's going to be a movie with with the Jake cowboy. <laughs> Whatever his <laughs> name is. <laughs> okay, but no. So, Eddie, Eddie, okay, you're not I'm not objecting. objecting. I'm not objecting. Yes. After that whole thing, I'm not objecting. Eddie needs to save his objections for Braid. <laughs> <laughs> no... Yes. <laughs> okay, Dan's turn. Um, I was going to go with Paper Mario. All right. No objection here. Is that on, like, GameCube? That was a... Uh, first, one, first one was 64, yeah. First one was 64. Okay, Creighton. Uh, man. I really had nothing prepared. Oh, good. That's part of the reason I didn't send you guys the list early. Because I you wanted to be all on the spur of the moment. Um, since Brain Age is already gone, I'm going to pick Professor Layton. Uh, I think it's a great game, but I don't know. I'm picking it. Yet another one that you suggested. Yeah, to yeah I would agree with that. I think You're it's it's nice. <laughs> No, it's well, it's like a fun game to pass the time, but it's it's not much of a game, really. It's something I could have gotten out of a, a Mensa Mind Games book, but yeah, on the DS. So uh, that's it's not as if the story really propels that. It's not uh, super I don't know. I, I thought the story was actually quite compelling. It was much better than I think you guys are giving it credit for. But again, it's not game of the decade. Just one of the best of the year again. Yeah. Top fifty. Yeah, it's easy. Yeah. yeah, it's uh, it's actually top forty-three. Yeah. All right, so Jeff, what else isn't good enough to be on this list? Um, 
I don't know. I have to admit that I never played this one. I actually wasn't really into video games when this came out at the beginning of the decade. But uh, Perfect Dark, I, I, I've heard it's good, but there are just other better shooters on here. And it seems like something that's aged quite a bit. I mean, the shooter genre in general tends to evolve quite quickly. So I don't think that it it's deserving of its place here. Yeah, that's understandable, especially since it was built so much upon GoldenEye. And GoldenEye couldn't be on this list because it came out three years prior to Perfect Dark. So I, I agree with that. And it's my turn. I'm going to say... Uh, there's a lot of Valve on this list. They don't make a lot of games, but there's a lot of Valve on this list. I'm going to say Team Fortress 2. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what I was just looking at. Team Fortress 2, because while it was it was uh, and still is pretty good and fun, you know, a lot of people play it, it actually was built off of the whole Battlefield idea, and Battlefield's already gone. So... There that goes at number 41. Jason, what you got for us? Top 40. All right. Um, hmm. I ha- I'm tossing between one or the other, but both for the same reason I gave for Killer7. Mm-hmm. I think, and I'm, I'm, I'm expecting to be objected out of my pants here, but um, I'm going with Beyond Good and Evil. Not objecting. <laughs> no, if we had more than two, right? It's a great game, but if you look at the list, we have Okami on there, which I thought was a much better Zelda clone. So, yeah. <laughs> it's a much better Zelda, Zelda, Zelda clone. <laughs> if I had said Okami, a big knife would have come through my camera and stabbed me in the face. <laughs> yeah, it would have been like a, a Sumi painting. <laughs> All right, so we're up to Dan. Okay. Um, I'll say Animal Crossing. <laughs> no objection here. <laughs> Get out. I'm surprised you lasted this long. I actually uh, put that one on there uh, to begin with. I was waiting for someone else. Just wasn't my genre enough for me to, to feel comfortable taking it off just yet. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, it, it, it's certainly warranting of, of the list, at least if you're going to start with the, of the games of the decade. It was basically... The Sims, which is also on this list, for people who didn't play PC. And people were a real kick out of it. I know yeah, I played it. Was, it. it was really unique, and uh, it made a persistent world out of a single-player game, which was kind of weird, considering MMOs do that and do it much better. But it was still an enjoyable game, and uh, was- addictive it was like MMO and a half. It was like a single player and half of an MMO. Because you could trade with other people. Other real people. Yeah. Actually, there so, are, there were like websites out strange. there where you could go and trade all your little codes. Yeah. And everything. It's kind of nuts. Very unique. It would do really well on Xbox Live, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. Or PSN. Anything that doesn't involve friend codes. <laughs> oh, man. Poor Nintendo. All right. On to Jeff. All right. Um, I'm expecting possibly some objections here, but I'm going to go with God of War. Oh, wow. I was objecting. That was a lot <laughs> earlier than I thought it would go, but... Yeah, I was... 
I mean, I like hack and slash games, I like action games. It was fine, but I personally like Devil May Cry better, and I think God of War 2 was better as well. Although I understand the logic behind putting the first one because you know it influences series. It's just it, it's good, but the genre again evolves so quickly. Like Bayonetta comes out next week, and I wonder how much people are going to care about God of War three after that. And it just it just seems like a game of the moment, but not you know a very perpetuating thing. And I imagine three looks good to me, but I'm wondering if people are kind of going to be sick of it by the next iteration. So. Mm. Uh, as far as I'm concerned, as hack and slash game goes, I'm a lot more excited for this Tuesday in Bayonetta than I am for God of War 3. Yep. Really? Yeah, uh, both I of you agree. Mm. That's intense. Bayonetta's been completely off my radar. Yeah, I'm more into uh, God of War 3, definitely. I was a big Devil May Cry guy, I guess that's why. Yeah, me too. And a big Okami guy. Kamiya's got yeah, it going like... on. Alright, so now we're going to go to me. Yes. I think I got skipped. Did yeah. you? I think yeah, I haven't picked did. anything in a while. I haven't picked anything in uh, since Layton, which was 43. He did get skipped because it was Dan, then Jeff. So. Oops. Okay. Creighton. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to pick Wii Sports. Um, <laughs> I think it's a great tech demo, and it really shows you what – it really sells a lot of Wiis, but I don't think it's any better than the rest of these games. Now, wait a second. Are we talking about games of the decade based on how good they are and how influential they were? Ah, that's something I, I didn't mention, but in that email that I sent you guys, it's either either their sheer quality or their apparent contribution to the growth of the medium. And I figured, you know, just limiting your reasoning to one of those or the other would produce a less comprehensive list. So it's just whatever matters more, really. Hmm. I think once we're talking upper 30s, so I really want a game that is both. It's both, yeah. Influential and great quality is what we're looking okay. for. All right. In that, in that sense, if you weren't looking for both, then I have no objection. Goodbye, Wii Sports. And now we'll resume at my turn. And I'm going to say... Call of Duty 4. Because while it is a solid shooter, it had a, a, an all right single player it was I don't know the multiplayer did new things with all the the stats and the RPG-ish aspect but at the end of the day the mechanics of the game aren't that great a step forward for FPS really so I'm going to say Call of Duty 4 it's a tough one <laughs> Yeah, Dan actually suggested that one be on there. I think someone else did, too. But I, I, I would agree with you, probably. Yeah. All right. So moving on to Jason. Um, I'm going with a game that is near and dear to my heart. And if you want to object to me, go right ahead, because I kind of feel bad. <laughs> I'm going with Smash Brothers Melee. Oh, man. that was a, in, I was going to pick that. Next. I totally agree <laughs> with you. Because as much as I loved that game, all it really was was Nintendo putting all their shit in a jar, shaking it up, and that's what you get. And telling you to press oh, two buttons. Yeah, but see, I didn't mind that. <laughs> I didn't mind that at all. I, I just For the sheer sleepless nights with my friends playing Melee, that game will always hold a high standard. Mm. And well, it did, it did invent a genre. It invented the, the brawler fighter genre. 
as opposed to the the regular fighting game. Right. Like there were the there was an Avatar game or something that copied it. There were a, f- a handful of games that copied that formula. So I mean, it was influential. I just yeah. never thought any of the Smash Brothers games were any good, and. Um, you can all send me hate mail for that, whoever's listening. And we'll uh, I move on. <laughs> I never oh, yeah. had fun, but then again, I was always focused into playing them with people who knew what they were doing. So, <laughs> mm. I think if you're going to put Smash Bros. on a, a decades list, you might as well just put it on the uh, the 90s, though. That's when it first, yeah. the first one came out. That would be when it was really created. A new yeah. Thing. And what's funny is if you look back at the original critical reception to the original Smash Brothers, it was really just a ho-hum response from uh, the gaming press. And, I don't know, suddenly, for the second one, it became this big deal. So I don't... We used to use Melee to settle disputes in my dorm room. Yeah! (laughs) In college. Like, uh, if no one wanted to do the dishes, and I said it was his... There were four of us in a suite. It was like... We used to just battle them, but whoever lost had to do the dishes or, like, clean the bathroom or whatever. I feel like there'd be that That's one kid that awesome. just never loses, and so he never has to do the dishes. Well, that was we great. We used to play That's a why. lot. No, definitely not. We used to play a lot. We were all – we all had our own characters, and we all, like, were at the, were at the same level. Well, and that's a good way to do it. Video games, deciding things in real life. Wonderful. <laughs> I was young Link. Ooh. Awesome. That's my character. I like it. All yeah. right. So where, where are we now? Dan's turn. Oh, it's me? Yep. Um. Here we go for number 34. I'm going to say Mario Kart DS. You know, I was thinking of taking that off, too. The only reason I kept it on this long is there are no other racing games on here. And Anyone want to add Burnout to it? Is it too late to add Burnout Paradise? Hmm? <laughs> <laughs> no. Burnout Paradise is interesting from a completely different perspective. The fact that they right. supported that game for over a year. No, it's, just it's my favorite games. racer. Like, would have put one on here to be that. So I was keeping Mario on there just to keep the genre alive. But yeah, it's not the best racer of the last decade. I'm actually surprised that, that Creighton didn't take that off. Or it didn't at least yell at me for not including Double Dash instead of DS. Double Dash is phenomenal. <laughs> Double Dash is probably my least favorite Mario Kart game of all time. Probably my most favorite. But I actually had two suggestions for DS, so that one went on there. What are we up to now? All right, Creighton. Creighton. Oh, what number man. are we at? 33. 33. Uh, I'm going to pick Elder Scrolls Oblivion. Objection! Objection. Because Fallout 3 is on the list, and I think Fallout did it better. It did the world better. The world was more believable. But go on. I object. I think Oblivion seemed like it had the richer world to me. It may have simply been because of the type of world... Like, Fallout was supposed to be this post-apocalyptic thing, and there were fewer... It seemed like it was just less populated and everything. But Elder Scrolls Four, I think, made Fallout 3. So I would say that one over Fallout. Plus, it was just incredible. For the time that it came out, there was nothing really 
uh, on that level, in my opinion. So I'm going to waste my objection there. Okay. Fair enough. I feel like that was a good game, but the one thing that really pissed me off was the uh, the load times were ridiculous. I feel like I spent half of my time just waiting for something to load, looking at that beige-looking map. Yeah, it's kind of the same boat. It made me not want to go in and explore the towns as much as I would have otherwise wanted to. Okay, so I imagine that one's going to be out of here soon. <laughs> good game, but, you know, Fallout on there, well... We'll let it come down to that later, so. All right. Jeff, your turn. Oh, boy. Um, (laughs) Hopefully Eddie won't be sorry he wasted his objection there, because I'm going to go with Assassin's Creed 2. Fun game. I really enjoyed it immensely for the two weeks it lasted me, and by the time I was done with it, I just never really thought about it again after that. So, you know, good game, but not a game of the decade. You should be glad I already wasted an objection. <laughs> or else you wouldn't be having your next turn. <laughs> uh, like so that. ominous. Damn it. Why sad. I can't take this new shirt off. Yeah, you have one more objection left. I know. So yeah, you could always you could always use that, Jason. No. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> you, you're saving it for his favorite game, so I imagine. Okay. I already used Assa- it in my favorite game. Now I'm just using it to. Now I'm gonna wait to piss you off. Assassin's <laughs> Creed 2, gone at 33. Um, and my turn. I'm going to eliminate a game from this list. <laughs> <laughs> yes, generally that's the that idea. That is called. Um, jeez, Fable. I'm gonna eliminate Fable because it was a solid game, but it didn't deliver on everything that it was said to be, and it ended up being really great, and I loved it, and I like it better than the second one. But I don't know. Everything else on there is just beyond that. Um. All right, so Jason's turn. Um, this might throw some people off, but the reason I'm picking this one is because we're talking about the entire decade, not the last year of that decade. Oh, I know what he's picking. And this is the only game left that came out in 2009. So Uncharted 2, see ya. There That's you go. funny, you lost... Last week, Eddie and I were on Big Red Potion, and that was in a three-way tie for my favorite game of the year. But oddly enough, I didn't suggest it for Game of the Decade either, just because it felt... Too new. Yeah, yeah, well, not just too new. It's like it's a great game, but I kind of feel like by the time Uncharted 3 comes along, I'm not sure that I'm going to still be thinking about it. Whereas Demon's Souls didn't make my top five, but it did make my games of the decade, because I feel like that has a longer legs. And three years from now, I'm not going to to want to go back to Uncharted 2 as much, and I see that game being very influential and holding up in the future. So, I totally yeah. miss Demon Souls, so there goes my whole 2009 argument. Um, well, I, I stick with what I picked. First. Yeah, I agree with Uncharted, because it's a great game, but it's it's mostly a big spectacle. Like It's just a, a great cinematic experience, but it's kind of it's over. I just feel like I'm done with it. 
it's just not very timeless. Like it's the best, most refined, polished linear action adventure that we have as of today. But how long is that going to last? Is mm-hmm. Sort of, sort of my view. But still, a very great game. Everyone should play it. All right, and now on to Dan. Okay, um, my reason for not liking this game actually stems from uh, a roommate that I had two years ago. He downloaded the demo onto my Xbox and okay. only played the demo, but played it a solid <laughs> 10 to 12 times um, and, you know, just never decided to buy the game. So, Are you going to say Bioshock? No, I'm going to say Katamari is what I'm saying. Uh, Saw that demo way too many times. All right, Katamari. Top 30, it's fair. Yeah, I'm not going to, I'm not going to object to that. For a weird game, like, for a weird game called Ball of Stuff, it's fine. It can go out of 30. <laughs> yeah. All right. And we are back to Jeff because Creighton lost this turn, thanks to me. Jeff, what you got for us? It's getting kind of hard at this point. Cause, you know, I'm, just, I'm trying not to take off games that I haven't played or just don't really have much interest in. But I, it's getting to that point. So I'm going to go, go with Crimson Skies Again, I haven't played it. It looked fun. I really wanted to play it. I didn't have an original Xbox at the time, but it just doesn't seem like it's influential or innovative enough to be, you know, one of the games of the decade. It just looked like a really good aerial shooter. So, oh man, I want to object to that so badly, but there's, <laughs> I, I don't think it is better than the rest of these games. Yeah, I think it had uh, a really cool premise with the whole United States being divided up and the air travel. I, th- I thought it was cool, but. Not really top. 20. I think it also got. I think it's also more important for Xbox Live than it was for anything else because it was doing like eight on eight multiplayer matches on live before Halo Two came out. Mm. And I think for that reason, it's very important. Um, that said, I'm really happy it lasted as long as it did. Yeah, all the way down to 29, and now for 28, we're back to. Oh, that's me. Why? Um, okay. I'm gonna get rid of a game called, uh, Geometry Wars. I think Geometry Wars is great fun. It has all the different modes. It has all the, the online leaderboards and everything. But, I don't know. It's a game from 1970, realistically. So I think Geometry Wars is more important as a game it, because it taught people that they could buy things directly to their console. Mm-hmm. I think for a lot of people I know, Geometry Wars was the first game they bought on XBLA, and that kind of like opened the door for them knowing that they could buy other games. I, mean, I think it's an important game just because it, it does such a great job at keeping you in the moment because it's because it's randomized and it's it's so short and intense. Each round only lasts a few a few minutes, so just that feeling of wanting to play one more round and yeah, it, it just distracts you very well. It's a really good game, and I think it's one of the best of its type. But I'm not going to object just because there's other games on here that I like more, so. <laughs> I love how we're all hoarding our objections. Oh, we all have our, like, one or two... We all have two objections. We all have, like, one or two games that we want to protect. Yeah, mm-hmm. and they yeah. might be the same for a few of us, is, is the other thing. Yeah. 
that said, uh, I would have protected Crimson Skies if it was anything below 30. Ah, uh, okay. I have a question. While the, while we're on uh, Geometry Wars, who here has started a game of Geometry Wars thinking that they could just play in like a couple minutes and then ended up playing for way too long? I did. Raise <laughs> my hand. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yep, me too. All right. On that note, where are we going? That was my elimination, so Jason's turn. Ah, shit. Um, what are we at, 27? It's getting hard now. Um, hmm. um, I didn't play this. Um, I wish I did. I'm sorry I missed it. But there's another game on this list by the same people that I feel is a much better choice for the top 25. So I am getting rid of Ico. Okay. Hmm. Wow. I almost chose I, that actually. On I was last turn. Going to object, but the only reason I immediately I suggested it, um, I, although maybe other people did, but the I I could tell they were going with that. But you like Shadow Crosses better, and so did I. I just put Nico on there because I wanted to ensure that at least one of those got up there. So. <laughs> I'm going to have to hoard my objection for something else, but... So, okay. now we're moving to Dan. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with Metroid Prime. Oh. Is that number 26? One. I mean, I really loved it, but... Oh, man. Is that 26? That's 26. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, oh God. Um... I think we need more objections. <laughs> <laughs> Let we should each have five objections. Let me take a look at the rest of this list. We're pausing while Jason considers. No, you, don't, you don't really have. You don't really have to do that. I, I pretty much. I'm pretty good with the list. But is it really? Are there are the other 25 games on that list really better than Metroid Prime? No. So we have to keep in mind that not everyone yeah. here has played. Okay, take the rankings with a grain of salt. I don't know how everyone else is doing this, but like, I'm saving the games that I haven't played for. For last, so. Yeah, I'm also doing like I haven't played Psychonauts, but I hear it's an awesome game. So. Yeah. Yeah, and I I haven't played WoW, so I'm waiting for see what we're. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. Like we're. That one. Yeah, the thing is we're we're saying these are the rankings, but realistically, if we were to talk this out and consider everything, I'm sure we would come up with a completely different order for yeah. our top fifty. I guess top ten makes more sense anyway. So yep, I'm okay with it. All right, Metroid Prime. Oh, sorry to cause such controversy. <laughs> Damn it, Dan. Top 25 versus Node podcast games of the decade. There they are in all their splendor. There we go. Yeah, everything that's left. No one can see this list except us, but... When we get to 20, I'll read them out. Is it my turn? It is now Creighton's turn. Uh, I'm going to pick WoW. I think it was really important, but I it's at 25, and... Uh, I'm looking at everything else on this list, and I think The Sims is more important, and Shadow of the Colossus is a better game. And I'm picking WoW. Hmm. If I had an extra objection, I'd probably object to that. Not so much because I really care about WoW, because I, I don't, but because I have played it, and I, and I realize what it is and what it's worth. And, I mean, it, it's really been a revolutionary force for massively multiplayer online RPGs. I mean, oh, it, yeah. it basically... Yeah, everyone's trying to beat. Yeah, and forever, since it came out, yeah. it's the game. I wish I had another objection to it. 
and is number 25 on our list. Okay. And we're back to Jeff. Okay. Um, Counter-Strike. It, it's good, but we have Half-Life 2 on here. We also have Portal on here, but Half-Life 2 especially is much closer, and I think a, a finer game and a bigger bigger revolution for the, the saga. So, yeah, I don't think Counter-Strike uh, needs to be on here as well. Yeah, and realistically, it was it was just a mod, I mean, to start. I think oh. that makes it more important, the fact that it was a mod that became a retail game. Hmm. See, I actually didn't know that about it, so I wasn't into games well, that much when it came out. If you're going to include Counter-Strike, you kind of have to put Day of Defeat on here, too. Because Day of Defeat started as a mod, now that's a retail. But I think Counter-Strike was definitely more significant than pretty much any other competitive online shooter. Yeah. Hence the reason it's the last one up there, right? Yep. Yeah. Unless... Oh, wow. It, is it really? There's no other online first-person shooters? Yeah, wow. there's Halo. Halo's Halo is oh. not online. The first Halo, Halo 2 was, was the online. first online. Gears. Oh, really? oh, wow. Oh, Gears oh, of War's on there? Oh, man, yeah. that's where we go. <laughs> <laughs> As a matter of fact, Gears of War is going to go really soon because it's my turn and I'm choosing Gears of War. <laughs> yeah, I've been eyeing that one for a little while there, too. So, good game. Not that revolutionary. What it was is, at the time, it was like, pow, in your face. And it was fun to play, but it was really a lot of doing the same stuff. It brought that whole pop and shoot concept to gaming, but I, mean, I had been playing that first, though. That yeah, just, I don't think they were as good, but I know that it wasn't the first game to do that. Yeah, I had actually played Winback a lot on Nintendo 64, so I was definitely privy to the the pop and shoot gameplay, and I had a lot of fun playing that. But, I and, actually think that uh, Ghost Recon Advanced Warfighter, which came out the year before Gears of War, mm-hmm. uh, was had a better cover system and was a better game than Gears of War. Yeah, Gears of War, the controls were sluggish and clunky, and it was fun, but... Mm. But it's gone now. Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Jason. I think it's a great, a great game oh. to play co-op, and I'm glad that Split Screen yes. exists in Gears of War. Uh, but playing the game single player is not a, nearly as fun as playing a co-op. Yeah, that's I mean, true. We we have Resident Evil 4 on this list, which is kind of a similar game, at least like single player. And I think that that game was just so much better. So. Well, Resident Evil 4 influenced Gears of War, I think, in terms of its oh, perspective. Heavily. Right, but I mean, as a single player game, like Resident Evil 4 was so much more fun and still is today. So. Yeah. Okay. Jason, what you got for us? As I look at this list, I think about not only how good these games are, and I think about how how much I've heard of them in this decade, how much people talked about them. And unfortunately, Tim Schafer is now <laughs> off of this list. 
because Psychonauts is my choice. Objection! Objection! Oh, I knew it. I was gonna say not not so fast there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I'm keeping Psychonauts. Um, I let you guys take Eco, but uh, Psychonauts. I, I know it had some problems as a as a platformer, but I think that the the writing and aesthetics and music and just all of that is some of the best I've ever seen in any video game. Second only to maybe Grim Fandango from you know, previous decade. Oh, yeah. Um. And you know, I hope you're not too burned by Brutal Legend if that's the reason that you're picking X. You know, that I love Brutal Legend. Oh, okay, yeah, me too. Um, but I know that that was a bit of a disappointment still. But I think the Psychonauts is just—it's one of the most original games of the decade. It's a game that I've been meaning to go back to for a long time, and I keep occasionally I will go back to it a bit if I find the time. And it just—I just think that the imagination in that game is is really important. And even though it has some problems, you know, mechanically, that's not the part that I remember about it. And like that, right. even that stuff didn't really bother me that much or a few times was a little frustrating here and there. But I just think as a, as a representation of where the industry is going and what I want to see out of games and the kind of risks that I want to see them take, I think it's right up there at the top. So I definitely agree with that. All right. I'll, uh, I will, Sit out next turn. All right. Now we have Dan. Dan. Um, I think if we already took off um, World of Warcraft, I would say Sims would be my next choice to go. Hmm. I need more objections. <laughs> you made the rules, man. I know. <laughs> I, I, I just think your logic is flawed there, because I, I mean, I just think of taking off too, just because I've, I've never played it and really appeal to me, but. Wouldn't that be more of a reason to keep it because we took WoW off to, like, be a representation of that genre? I, I don't think we necessarily need a representation <laughs> of it, though. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I, I think that there's a huge argument for it as far as uh, the influence of the game and the kind of sway that it's had um, on, in the gaming industry, just like WoW. But uh, I feel like the, the argument that was made for uh, or against WoW is kind of the same one that would apply here. Basically, we're saying we're not as concerned about influence uh, right. as, as we are about the actual experience. And it's another one of those things. It's like, if you played it, you are all about that game. But if you didn't play it, it's just another phenomenon to you. And that's kind of where I'm at. Mm. For me, it's more The Sims made me all about The Sims for like a month. And then maybe another month, like two years later. Or maybe more than that, but you get the idea. Okay, we're down to number 21, um, and Creighton's turn. Oh, man. Uh, I'm probably going to get an objection. <laughs> I love how we preface our, our well, choices with that. I mean, there's tw- there's 21 <laughs> games left, right? So, like, presumably all of these games are somebody's favorite, right? Oh, Out of all the games left, yeah, they're somebody's favorite. This is going to be the longest part of the game because we have 11 eliminations to do before the top 10, and all 11 of them are going to be objected at some point. <laughs> Here we go. And I think I'm going to eliminate it because I haven't played it. Oh. I'm going to eliminate Demon Souls. Oh. It's a brand new game, and I just don't know if it... The game right below it on this list is Diablo 2. Like, I don't know if it can hold up to those, the rest of the games on this list. And I haven't played it, and that's why I don't feel bad about eliminating it. 
I've played them. I'm, I'm okay with that. It's painful, but I'm saving my last objection. So, even though I may never need it because people might like. If it's braid, you don't need it because Eddie's got that covered. No. <laughs> you should. You should be okay though. If Demon Soul sticks, Braid will have made the top twenty. <laughs> okay, Demon Souls is gone. <laughs> Man, I I need to not show my hand. So. <laughs> okay, and we're back to Jeff. All right, um, I'm gonna go with Final Fantasy X. I never played it, but just the. Oh damn it. <laughs> I don't know, the Final wow. Fantasy series never really appealed to me, and I've tried to g- giving them a shot numerous times. I didn't play X, but I, play, I played 12, um, I played a little, I played 7, and they just, there's just something about the cliched anime aesthetic that, that I don't like, especially from what I've seen of X, it just looked really ugly to me. Um, and, you know, I'm not just, just not into the mechanics in the first place, but even that I could get past if I thought the game did something interesting. I think if you're just going to go with it, with JRPGs, I think that Persona 3 and 4 were, were far more interesting. So, I don't think that it's uh, an especially memorable game hmm. from what I've gathered. So. I want to object so bad. I want to. But I'm such a just little... Do it. The thing about just Final Fantasy X was it created a world that sort of fed you lore as you were going, and the trip from one end of Spira to the other, it was all about the story and the growth of the characters and the relationships between them that you sat through crappy dialogue to find out and annoying gameplay mechanics to get to the next story part. But (laughs) those parts that were pretty terrible kind of fell by the wayside in terms of the overall experience and in the end it was just really memorable and very enjoyable for so that, that in my that, opinion I was going to say that basically sums up my exact thoughts on Brutal Legend but you don't see that on here either so mm. <laughs> probably a really I'm, I'm, good game but too flawed to make games of the decade OBJECTION! I think I'm going to object I just I love that game I want to keep it in and I'm okay. not sure I can explain it any more eloquently than Eddie already did, but I absolutely love the uh, the song that they wrote <laughs> for the final <laughs> boss. They just yell "ject" over heavy metal chords. <laughs> Sorry, for anyone who didn't know that. <laughs> All right. So Final All Fantasy right. Ten stays in, and now we are up are to you? me. Wow, what a list! This is a top 20 list right here. Well, what's this? <laughs> Damn. Um, Metal Gear Solid 3. <laughs> oh, no. I'm going to eliminate Metal Gear Solid 3. Oh, because okay. while at the time when it came out, I thought it was the best Metal Gear Solid game, um, I don't know that it could really be the game of, of the decade with the fact that it built so much off of Metal Gear Solid 2, and then that Metal Gear Solid 4 expanded upon it so well. It was sort of like the middle child of the decade, so I'm going to get rid of it there. Although it, it did do things that those games didn't do as well. It's really tough. I love that game. But so, Hey, I, Jason, how many objections do you have left? 
Everyone's down to one. Okay, can we form alliances? (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll protect that if you want to protect Shadow of the Colossus, and we'll... (laughs) Um, Oh, man. Nah, nah, you know what, he's right. Um, Though I could make the argument that four wouldn't exist without three, that's kind of making his argument for him, that four took what three had and made it the crux of the story, basically. So... If four was on here, I'd object you out of your seat. But three. All right. So sad. Mm-hmm. Four can't be on here because this is a video games list, not a movies list. Okay. Oh, <laughs> somebody would be eliminating four. Burn, Kojima. You're also, you're also the guy that says video games aren't art, I bet. No, definitely not. I didn't think so. I was just saying. <laughs> They're just not movies. <laughs> Prince Games are just not movies. Prince of Persia is a movie. <laughs> True. <laughs> so is Mario Brothers. <laughs> wow, that's an awesome movie. My eyes. I, um, you know, I have a feeling that Mario Brothers might end up being a better movie than Prince of Persia. I'm, I'm so <laughs> fearful about that movie. I think it's... I don't know what they're going to do. Because I love the Prince of Persia series. When Disney gets their hands on it, you never know what's coming out. Yeah. Just oh. wait for the Disney Bioshock movie. <laughs> oh, boy. oh boy. I got skipped, so it's Dan again. Yeah, back to Dan. Okay, hear me out on this one. <laughs> Uh-oh. Obviously, this is getting tough. Um, I think that this game is the prelude to what is going to be one of the most influential games of the next decade. Um, and that's Portal. And I love, I love, love Portal, but I think, it, and this is just speculation on my part, I have a feeling that we're going to see that, the Portal gun in Half-Life 3 or something surrounding that. Um, Maybe but, more complete game using the mechanic introduced. Exactly, right. Which, I mean, they did it perfectly, obviously. Like, they, they covered pretty much all the bases you could cover in that short amount of time, but... I think that we're going to see it again later, and it'll be even better. But would that be a reason to keep it on? I think that could also be an argument for keeping it on, too, but... Yeah. Either way. Objection! Okay, I'm I'm actually going to have to use my, my last objection here. Right? Oh. Because I feel like there is a good chance the portal gun will be in Half-Life 3, but I think that doesn't hurt the first portal, because I think that part of the appeal of portal is that it was basically all puzzles. I mean, you had the turrets, but I think throwing it into an action game would just be a completely different dynamic. It wouldn't be the slow, thoughtful, methodical process of trying to figure out where to place your portals. And Mm -hmm. I think that there's more to it than just the... I mean, initially going into the game, everyone just thought it was going to be a cool puzzle game, but then it also had such a great script and really, really witty dialogue from GLaDOS, the the music was great. The aesthetic was really good, and and got more and more interesting as the game went on. I think it's almost as close to a perfect game as I've played. And um, you know, obviously, no one game can do everything. But I don't think that giving you other guns or using elements of Portal in something else would necessarily make for a better game. And I think it was just the right length, and just everything about it worked. So. I'm going to keep it, and I hope you guys do me justice and save Shadow of the Colossus. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So, 
saved at number 19. Well, at what would have been number 19 is Portal. <laughs> yeah, I kind of want to pick Portal, which would be such a waste of... Uh... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> yeah, that'll be waste of my objection. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, screw that. Pick something. No, take, take whatever you feel is most justified. Based on everyone's uh, arguments for and against. And we've got a lot of stuff on here that's good. I want to pick Mass Effect again, but I can't because I already objected to it once. I already put <laughs> it on the chopping block once. Uh, Alright, since I can't pick Elder Scrolls for Oblivion either, I'm going to pick Fallout. Fallout 3, because I feel like you can't have both of those games on there. They're almost the same game. Fair enough. I like Fallout 3 a little bit better, but I think... Yeah, I thought Fallout 3 was a better game. Okay, guys, why don't you just, you know, throw knives at me? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Alright, so that one's gone. And, Jeff, you lost your turn last time? Is that correct? he was objected, I believe. Okay. Oh, I objected him. Oh, that's why I can pick Final Fantasy and someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it will be my turn next. Um, wow, there are good games. There are a lot of good games on here. I'm going to pick Mass Effect. So was I. <laughs> as, much as, as much as one of my favorite games of all time as it is, it, that's a personal thing. And if I have to think about a decade, 16... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it, eighteen, eighteen, eighteen. Yeah. Jason, that's real selfless of you. I'm really proud. <laughs> you know, I was fully expecting him to use his second objection on Mass Effect <laughs> again. Uh, I'm, I'm I'm okay with top twenty for Mass Effect. Top fifty or whatever. Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think a lot of what Creighton said initially was valid about the game really fighting you when you when you're trying to play it. Admittedly, the the PC version that came out later fixed a lot of the UI issues and stuff, but um, it, it was a little annoying. And even the dialogue system was a, a bit flawed. It was very much an illusion in a lot of cases of making you think you had a lot of choices, but if you were to go back and try it again, you'd find that there wasn't really a whole lot of divergence for many of the conversations. And besides, Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic is still on this list. That's what I was going to say, yeah. It's, it's basically the precursor to it, so. Yeah. So, that's that. Well, um, and, we up to Jason. Um, there's one game that stands out for me. And you know what, Eddie? Here it comes. You can take solace in the fact that we thought that this was the best downloadable game of the decade. Goodbye, Braid. (laughs) Objection. God damn it. There it is. There it is. (laughs) Thank you, Eddie. Um, You didn't uh, even have to explain uh, it. (laughs) I was just fine. Okay. I won't explain it then. Well, no, I will explain it because I'm not going to explain it. Okay, next. <laughs> um, Dan is skipped, so back to Creighton. Oh. So soon. <laughs> now it's almost painful. Every uh, time it's painful. Oh, man. 
Uh, I'm going to pick Guitar Hero. Good choice. Good choice. I think it did a lot, obviously. <laughs> it did so much uh, to sell peripherals and to make a lot of money for Activision. And, I mean, it spun – I mean, the, the team who made Guitar Hero made Rock Band, and I think Rock Band is fantastic. But, I mean, I look around, and it is the weakest link out of all these other games. I'm gonna pick Guitar Hero. Whatever that. Eighteen. Eighteen. I feel like yeah, Guitar Hero was more about a new way to sell video games than than really a great game. It did a lot. I mean, there are so many rhythm music games now because of Guitar Hero. Yeah. I mean, you can say it goes all the way back to DDR, but it really doesn't. It doesn't didn't put those kind of games in the home until Guitar Hero. Yeah. It was a fun game. Just kind of got old. Kind of fast with me, so. Yeah, I haven't picked mm-hmm. up my plastic guitars, either of them. Or my, I, I, when I moved last, I left my drums at my apartment. I was like, I don't even need these anymore. I love how you say that. I haven't picked up my plastic guitars. My plastic guitar in <laughs> probably a year. Although I every now and then will go and be like, oh man, this song is out for Rock Band, and I'll download it. I probably have like forty dollars of downloaded songs that I haven't even played. How many kids at the peak of their potential music learning point in life have not tried to learn guitar <laughs> in favor of playing Guitar Hero instead? Probably too many. I think too the fact many. that we have to ask says that this is okay <laughs> that Guitar Hero is at 17. Yeah. All right, and we're back to Jeff. All right. Um, Halo. It's a good oh, game, but... Yeah, I just found it really. I found it a really generic shooter. I, the only reason I kept on here for so long is because there aren't any other shooters on here, and I don't know. I felt like maybe Bioshock is up there. Oh yeah, Bioshock. That's that, that's different. That's, that's not really so. Other multiplayer shooters. Um, so yeah, I was trying to to resist, hoping somebody else would <laughs> would take it off because I'm a little biased, just not being a big fan of the genre. But it's okay. I I've played. I played a little multiplayer, and it just didn't really... I didn't find that engaging. I played the third one, the entire single-player campaign, and just found it really dull. So, you know, it's fine if you're into that sort of thing, but it... it, I, I don't know, it just seemed very generic to me, just the world of Halo, the the aesthetics just looked really ugly and plasticky, and the story is supposedly kind of interesting, but it's, it makes no sense just from playing the games. You have to, like, read the lore and go on the wiki and... Yeah, you know, it's, it's fine, but, you know, after I rented it and played through the campaign, a little multiplayer, I just never felt any desire to go back to it again. Oh, man. The, Halo, the Halo encyclopedia I got for Christmas would like to have a word with you. You know, I think Bungie <laughs> I, got really lucky with their timing with Halo. I think that catapulted the series more than the game itself. It was the perfect game for when it came out, when people were looking for something just like that. And it could have yeah. been any of a number of different first-person shooters because people were primed on on GoldenEye and Perfect Dark, and Halo was the next evolution for video games as a whole. It just in... did so much so well. It got, like, the 3D space down. Because what GoldenEye didn't have was the ability to shoot up or down. It was whatever was straight in front of you. Am I right? Sure it let me put it to you this way. Like, it, I'm not doubting that it was a great game for its time. I think the first game when it came out, what, 2000, 
2003 it launched the xbox okay so it came out a long time ago and by the time three came out people were kind of tired of it but still got good reviews then odst came out and say we will about it being more of an expansion than a full game but you know from what i've heard it's like it's one of the better halo games but people are just kind of sick of halo by now it seems maybe i'm alone in that but it just seemed like that's sort of the general response is that halo was you know the go-to first-person console shooter from 2001 to 2007, 8, and it's already kind of become a thing of the past. Mm. Okay. It's a thing of the past on our list, that's for sure. Hey, Eddie, your turn. <laughs> oh, wow, already. I'm going to say Okami. Ouch, but I'm out of objections, and I don't regret when I use mine. So. Yeah, I think Okami because... A, you've already described it as a Zelda clone, <laughs> but yeah, also... But it's better than a lot of Zelda games, but go on. It seemed to drag on. Uh, like, there was a lot of time that I was playing Okami that I wasn't doing the things that make video games fun. There was just too much in between the great moments to be the greatest of the decade. No, I can agree with that. I mean, I, I I think that in terms of aesthetics, it, I think it's the prettiest looking game ever made. And I, I've said that before. I think it's better than anything on 360, anything on PS3. Um, it just it holds up phenomenally. I, I think that the controls are really great. I think that just the controls of the wolf are smoother than any anything in a Zelda game. I think that the celestial brush is a masterstroke. You can use all these items without going into a menu. I think the narrative is better than Zelda. But I do agree that the game is a bit cluttered. There's a lot of collectibles mm-hmm. that don't really... There's all these items that you get that have very little purpose, like the refill your health, but you never need to use them. And there's just... There's a lot of fat in Okami mm-hmm. that I was kind of oblivious to the first time when I went back and played it. Yeah, I can I can understand that, where you're coming from. All right. So, Dan's turn. Um, jeez. I'm gonna say Grand Theft Auto Three. Is that is a tough one, but I guess someone made the argument earlier for um, Wind Waker being a much better open world kind of thing. So. Huh. Okay, Grand Theft Auto Three. Grand Theft Auto Three though propelled that entire idea, that design philosophy, into the forefront of game development it definitely did but i mean think about a lot of the games that were sort of spawned after it um what, what are they called the true life series or true crime mm. those, if you, true if you crime. ever played any of those i was just not a huge fan oh those are terrible yeah, yeah. and i don't know, i agree and I, I think that it was a fantastic game and it did a lot but once again we're kind of down to the wire here yeah okay Gone at fifty at fourteen. That's it's a fair showing. Um, back to Creighton. I'm gonna pick uh, Portal. Ouch. <clears throat> I mean, I've really liked Portal, but I feel like at this point it doesn't stack up against the oh, other painful. games on this list. I didn't think it was better than Half Life Two. Mm. Actually, I, I 
I feel like halfway through is more important though. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I I think Valve just has learned from some of their how to tell story better since then and But Valve didn't really punches. make Portal. They I mean they, they made Portal but they published it. That they hired that team that graduated from whatever school that was. They just basically bought their thesis project and it became Portal. Okay, I wasn't sure exactly how that worked. I, I knew that the idea was spawned by somebody else. wasn't sure who actually developed it. <sighs> Weren't they absorbed into Valve? Yeah, they have, at least the lead designer was. Oh, okay. So in a way, it was Valve. In a way, it was... But it was a different team than Half-Life, I think, is what yeah. he's getting at. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Yeah. All uh, right. So to Jeff... You know what? No, no, no. He's right. I'm going to pick Half-Life 2. No one has any objections, so I don't think anyone else can say anything. <laughs> I think he's right. Okay, we'll we'll switch it up then. Portal can stay, and Half Life Two will go. Although I disagree. <laughs> okay. Here we go. Um, this is a tough one for me because these are all all such great games, and really I'm not a, a big fan of RPGs. So I'm gonna ask you guys between Diablo Two and Knights of the Old Republic, what do you guys think I should be taking off if I'm gonna pick one of them? Which, which <laughs> one? <laughs> That's easy. Out of those two. Mm-hmm. You keep Diablo. What, what is so. the rest of the table thing? I, I would say get rid of Diablo. Okay. One and one. What, what about the other ones? I, I'm outsourced my vote. <laughs> <laughs> this is awesome. <laughs> this, I, I think this is the moment of the podcast right now. <laughs> I uh, I hated KOTOR when I played it. Uh, but I didn't play Diablo. Because okay. I didn't have a PC for a really long time. Diablo's great. They're both great. I just yeah, love video one. games. They're great. I mean, we're we're talking about, yeah, we're talking about two yeah. slots. Well, yeah. Why don't we just delete them, get rid of them left. both, and it gets us right to the ten? <laughs> oh. So I yeah. Who didn't vote yet? Then one for Diablo, one for Knights Guild Public. Oh, I I didn't have Diablo. I I never played it, so I don't know. I really liked uh, Knights of the Old Republic though, so. Okay. Looks like looks like you're on your own, Jeff. Uh, okay, I'm gonna say, oh boy. Uh, I'm just trying to think what I'll probably get rid of. I guess Knights of the Old Republic because we have so many action adventure sort of things on here, and it mm-hmm. it looked good. Diablo at least is, has more of a, a niche, and I think it stands apart from the list a little bit more. Um, and even if it's not my thing, it it seems like an important game, so... Um, and, you know, both Star Wars and Mass Effect made it quite a ways before getting taken off, so... Okay. You have the and last pick before the 10, Eddie, right? yeah. Oh, Unless wow. he gets objected. <laughs> which, is, which is quite possible. I might, yeah, object so, it just, okay. I might object him just so I can have the last pick. Well, yeah, as I was say, just, won't you feel like bad if left. you don't get to use your last objection? <laughs> you saved it for nothing. I think I'll get rid of Diablo too. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Objection! I'm going to object to you, and not because I want the final say, but because I have an actual reason. Okay. You're going to tell me that Diablo 2, a game that came out, I believe, in 2000, right? Uh, I'm not sure on that one. I believe it was 2000. But you're going to tell me that a game like Diablo 2, which was longer, deeper, and had so much more of a fan base 
is not more deserving of a spot in the yeah 2000 in a top 10 than a, a downloadable game or a game where like Psychonauts, which was brilliant in in all of its approach, but barely anybody played it. Well, I don't care about who played it, honestly. I, I care know. how good it was. I know. <laughs> but if you're looking in the grand, you know, you know what? In that case, I might just screw the objection and delete the album myself. <laughs> but if, if, you, if you're thinking about in the grand scheme of things, mm-hmm. I think that Diablo 2 had a much bigger... Like, Diablo 2 was the PC gamer's game for the longest time. Like, it was Diablo 2, and then it was WoW for all the PC gamers I knew. This is true. Yeah, it's true. I just I, I don't have a PC background, and I don't know who here does, and that could be our bias. See, yeah, the other one that I was thinking of is Final Fantasy X at this point. Which would like be right, now, I, right now, I would go either way on those two. Well, if I if I'm objecting you, then that's what I'm picking. I'm picking. I was ten was my pick. I'm officially objecting your Diablo two, making Final Fantasy ten number eleven, and we'll have our top ten. Okay. That's fair. I wouldn't object to that. I that, think I'm the only other person with an objection. That sounds like a, a uh, solid rule. Oh, Dan still has one. I think so. Don't I? I have no oh, idea. Dan does. <laughs> and this is the I'm one that he defended the no, last. I'm, I'm, I'm going to let it go, though. I, I can understand that. Although, having Final Fantasy X as number 10 of the decade... Yeah, no, I'm fine with it, though. That's cool. Here we are at our top 10. All right, let's read... Want right, to read them off? All right, there's no particular order here. Well, the order Al- is alphabetical. alphabetical. <laughs> this is alphabetical order. This is Bioshock, Braid... Diablo 2, The Elder Scrolls 4 Oblivion, The Legend of Zelda, The Wind Waker, Portal, Psychonauts, Resident Evil 4, Shadow of the Colossus, and Super Mario Galaxy. That's our top ten. If, and... I, had to pick, if I had to pick a winner based on our podcast this evening, <clears throat> I think I'm going to say Bioshock. Because hmm. I, don't think a, I don't think a single person, when we were deleting other games made a comparison to Bioshock, except for saying that it was a shooter. I mean, I was saving my one uh, objection in case anyone was going to talk about Bioshock. Yeah, so was I. Mostly just because I'm a huge fanboy for Bioshock and pretty unashamed about it. But But actually, if uh, I was trying not to rag too much on RPGs, so had we narrowed it down even more... the next one I would have gotten rid of was actually Bioshock. So. Yeah, I was thinking Bioshock would have been uh, gone before some of these others. I would say Super Mario Galaxy, Shadow of the Colossus, Resident Evil 4. Those are big hitters. Um, it's hard to figure out which I would say would be the game of the decade of these. Let's, well then let's do this. Everyone in the group, pick one. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Okay, pick one. Oh, wow. Person personally with the uh, last minute innovations here. Yeah, that's the way we roll over here. <laughs> but I'm not going to pick Bioshock though. Bioshock was based on how our conversation went. My personal choice. Are we going in the same order? I was going to say let's all do it secretly and then reveal them all at the same time, like on one, two, three. Say what you're going to say. Is everyone ready though? Everyone has no, to I'm definitely not. Okay. Yeah, everyone just, just say when ready? you're ready. Jesus. 
I'm not. I'm, I'm not I'm ready. ready. I'm ready. You're, you're not ready, Eddie? I could have sworn I knew what yours was going to yeah. be. But... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm ready. I'm ready. Oh, he's, Eddie's picking between Braid and Psychonauts for those playing the home game. Is he? I knew he was deciding between Braid and something, but... I know, I'm, I'm happy to say that six of these ten were on my personal top ten. So, I'm proud of you guys. I'm, I'm, I have to say, I'm quite surprised that Zelda made it this far, because I thought Wind Waker was among the most divisive Zeldas with the sailing, and it was one of the first that people tried to take off the list before it got an objection, and then it, it stuck mm-hmm. around the whole time, so... Yeah, no one went back to it after I defended it. I would have defended mm-hmm. that game again. Okay, who's ready? I am. I am. Ready? Is that everyone? Uh, Except Creighton and me. I'm completely indecisive. I've added two games. All right, I'll just yell one out and then decide later. <laughs> yeah, we, okay. we can do that. We can all argue our game and then... Okay, here we go. So it's going to be one, two, three, and then say it. Okay, one, two, three. Resident Evil 4. I heard somebody else say Shadow. I did. <laughs> It was Jason said Shadow of the Colossus, right? Yep. And Dan, I didn't hear what you said. I so said you could Bioshock. Bioshock. I said Bioshock. That was what I was going between. Okay. I was thinking about Bioshock. Um, uh, Jeff <laughs> said Shadow of the Colossus. Mm-hmm. And I was actually wavering between Shadow of the Colossus and Resident Evil 4, but I said Resident Evil 4. So... I think that in the in the fact that all of us were wavering between Shadow Classes and a different game. Yeah, that uh, I picked, says. I actually picked Zelda. Hmm. Oh. Oh. <laughs> it was between Bioshock and Zelda for me. Hmm. Oh, okay. Bioshock blew me out of the water the way I don't think any other game has. But Zelda was just. They're both water games. Just yeah, I guess. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you live on an island. I do live on an island. <laughs> you, live, you live on a series of islands. Your entire life has been spent on islands, actually. Where do you live? Why I live you? in Manhattan. Oh, okay. Oh. I have to say... Far less exotic than you'd think. We're <laughs> an island. I have to say, I am rather proud of this list. Me too. Well done. It's a solid goddamn list. I have it to, really you know, is. You know, the, the six that were... On mine were uh, see, Braid, Zelda, Portal, Psychonauts, Shadow Crosses, and Mario Galaxy. And Resident Evil 4 was very, very close to making my list. So, yeah, it's it's a damn solid list. It really is. I'm, I'm rather happy with it. And we don't know what our 2 through 9 were, but I think Jason was getting to the fact that a lot of us were considering Shadow of the Colossus throughout. How, does, how do the people who weren't considering Shadow of the Colossus feel about it? That would be Dan and Creighton. I feel pretty positive about it. I mean, that is a real solid game. Mm-hmm. So, and it's super original, great music. I, I mean, you can't say enough good things about it. So I really don't have a problem with that. I think it did an incredible amount for the emotion you can inject into a video game. Absolutely. As well as... Uh, the its epic scale and making the player feel at the mercy of where they are and the situation they're in. I didn't play it. You got to get on PS2. Wow. 
That's I'm one uh, of the four people who uh, plays video games but didn't have a PS2. <laughs> and that was that's one of the ones to play. I think it, it might be our game of the decade. Might have been. I think we should just go ahead and award it that. Yay. There it is, Shadow of the Colossus, game of the decade. It's funny that no one, like, so many of these games it was talked about or, like, thinking about uh, objecting or thinking about eliminating, rather. The only two that didn't get brought up once while we were talking about it were Mario Galaxy and Bioshock were the only two games, I guess, in Shadow of the Colossus. Shadow of the Colossus didn't come up either. But, I mean, people were at least talking, but even, like, Resident Evil 4, people were talking about, ah, I don't know, Resident Evil, Diablo was almost eliminated. Um, Oblivion right. was saved by objection. Portal was saved by objection. Cyclone. Like, Mario Galaxy and Bioshock and Shadow of the Colossus probably have to be the top three mm-hmm. because no one even thought to object those. Everyone assumed that they were going to just make it into the top ten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah actually, I think, I think... five out of these five games were candidates for removal, right? Braid, Diablo... Oblivion, Wind Waker, Portal. So then, and Psychonauts? Did someone say Psychonauts? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I saved both Psychonauts and Portal by a hair. Can we say that that means that the top four, at least, are those others, and one of the objected ones would be the fifth? Yeah, sure. Okay, so what do we think would be the fifth out of the six that were saved? Oblivion. I don't think Oblivion. Mm. I don't know. I'd say either Portal or Psychonauts, but I'm biased. I, I objected to both of those. So. Well, in that case, Portal. I think Oblivion, though. <laughs> I, I would say Oblivion. Yeah. If if only for the amount of work that would have to go into that. I mean, Portal, while incredible, and I'm sure it took <laughs> quite a bit of effort, is significantly shorter and smaller in scope. Mm-hmm. That's Elder true. Scrolls is, was a huge undertaking for... Uh, who is that, Bethesda? Yes. Yeah, we already narrowed it down to ten. No reason to continue the madness to five. That'll. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff just Jeff doesn't want his favorites to get eliminated yes. all in one fell swoop. Boom. But uh, well, we're all happy with the top me. ten list is what I was getting at. So. Yeah. The top ten is great, but I think what we've determined in this last little exchange is that we have. Shadow of the Colossus, Super Mario Galaxy, Bioshock, Resident Evil 4, and Elder Scrolls 4, Oblivion, as uh, what would be the top five based on the discussion. And I think that's where we are. Now, the only other thing that I wanted to say, I think, now that we've done this, how important is it to figure out what the best games are of a certain time period because I think we put a lot of value on time when really it's an arbitrary measure. Shouldn't we be saying of a particular console generation of 2D versus 3D? Because when you think about it, this decade has spanned, what, one, two, three console generations and a number, a few handheld generations and multiple generations of video cards. So... It's almost like just cutting it off at a random point in the evolution of video games 
based on the calendar as opposed to what actually makes video games what they are. I'll agree that it's completely arbitrary. Yeah, we just find a period in time, like, you know, New Year's is typically the time to just look back and uh, round things up yeah. arbitrarily. And I'm um, just looking at the list now. Most of these are actually from the last few years. But yeah, I mean, most of these are, are recent because, I mean, games, in a lot of ways, they do just keep getting better and better. Not that game designers weren't creative before or anything, but it just helps to have more technology now. So, right. Yeah, and I, I just think it's arbitrary to, you know, rank them at all because so many games just can't be, be compared. I mean, just when I was thinking of my favorite games of this year, how do you possibly compare Demon Souls to Punch-Out? <laughs> you just can't. Like, you know, it's it's totally arbitrary. But Which is why I wanted to make it a game. Right. I like it. I like it. All right, guys. Well... Thank you very much. Um, I'm going to let you each give a little bit of a plug to whatever you want. Say whatever your heart desires before you go, starting with Creighton. Uh, thanks for listening. Uh, you can check out my show at collegehumor.com slash bleep bloop. And, yeah, I had a good time. Awesome. Glad you enjoyed it. And Dan? Um, I guess I would just say look for a new column on uh, final boss fights. Oh, uh, the top five takedown. Top five takedown. Gamernote.com. It should be on the uh, CMS right now, making its way. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Cool. I'll look for that myself, and then <laughs> ever, and then all the readers can look for it afterwards. Huzzah. All right, Jason. I am preparing a 2009 Listen Up Awards for the best in music and sound in gaming. Um, look for that soon, as well as. In my personal column, I'm going to do a, like a year in review as far as I was concerned because there's certain categories in all of these best of lists that get overlooked. One of my main examples is best game that you played in 2009 for the first time but didn't come out in 2009. Mm. Yeah, that's that seems to be a more popular discussion as time goes on, as we advance further into backlogs of games because just more and more games come out so we miss more and more games right so they talked about that on the big red potion also and on um i think on the digital cowboys i was listening to i'm gonna do a top five of what i discovered in the last year and number one may surprise you Ooh, i'll be looking forward to that myself all right so jeff any plugs shout outs uh, sure. So I, I do some freelancing for G4TV.com for uh, for Xplay. Um, so you can just keep checking back there, and occasionally I have something up. Otherwise, I do a biweekly column at TheGameReviews.com called Challenging Conventions, where I look at a, a mechanic or a gameplay style or just something about it, a, a game, usually a recent game, if if I can, if it's something I'm playing that I just think is very unique, and I generally try and analyze both the pros and cons of of a, of a innovative approaches like that. So. Awesome. So that's it. Versus Node Podcast. Rate us, review us on iTunes if you would be so kind. Uh, we would appreciate it. Send us any feedback you may have. Go check out GamerNode.com. We have our 2009 uh, Nodi Awards, which is a collection of 24 various special achievement platform genre and, of course, Game of the Year awards. 
Um, and that was really fun putting together by all of the GamerNode staff. And with that, adios. We'll see you next time. Peace. See you guys next decade. See you. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.